Welcome to Bonehead Weekly. <laughs> My audio works because James says he can hear me. That's true. I can indeed hear him. What? Or is this, what I was saying. is this one of them elaborate ruses? Ruses? No, I ain't going to. I'm going to put ruses on your grave. <laughs> Somebody should. I Matter of fact, people. let's go dig it now. I don't want to have to pay for it later. If we do it now, I don't have to pay later. Well, you know, or that's that ruses that they had in that hazard. Do you guys have the ruses growing up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Before before the Walmarts ever came to town, we before had a Before the Walmarts, and then the ruses got ran out by the Walmarts. Now, now, before the ruses, we had the Hex. You I remember a... Hex. Well, yeah, because yeah. Hex replaced, um, oh, what was it called? What was the Maloney's? Or Maloney's, that's right, Maloney's. Uh, see, I can do this all day. Yeah, yeah. Now, that ain't as fancy as your TGMYs. They had them there in the downtown hazards. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that was finery. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I have completely, I'm lost. Well, that's yep. because you grew up in a place that had no finery. No. You, you went out, you killed your dinosaur, and you put on whatever hide it left behind. <laughs> and then you went to get your schoolings. <laughs> we stuck cattails up our ass for fun. Hey, Jack. That had nothing you? to do with your clothes. <laughs> no, it didn't. Jack, can I tell you a funny story? Sure. But it's going to give away some of your personal life. Mm. Like, no, what part of his personal life? Not that body that he keeps in his trunk, right? No, not the things people already know that just, for some odd reason, inexplicable reason, choose to ignore why, <laughs> why, why the federal how does that how, how does that affect the resale value on your car, Chad? Well, it is about <laughs> his car. So, Chad, can I say that you got a new car? Uh, sure. Well, I, I well, new to him, right? You, you, you kind of already who, said it, so can't say no. Well, oh, I don't remember, but well, you he got could a edit it out. So, you got a new car. Uh huh. You offered to sell me your old one. Well, no, you yes, but for for years you have been saying that when I get rid of this car, you want to buy it. But you forgot totally forgot about it. Never bothered well, to tell me. No, that's true. And then you're like, oh, I thought you were joking. And then he's going to go sell it, calls me up on the way to sell it, and says, yeah. hey, you want to buy it? I just remembered I should have asked you. Okay, so far? Okay, we're all on the same page. This is the friendship that we have. He is literally on his way to sell it going, yeah, I probably should have asked you. Well, I wanted to I wanted to get it from my mom. And I said, well, hold on. Let me call you back. Um, Didn't. My mom says, I don't know. What is it? Long story short, you, these two knuckleheads know what my mom drives. She's going to die any day. Well, the vehicle's going to die. The car. Good God. Car. Well, eventually it's coming for us all. James, none of us. No, nobody gets out alive. No one's getting out alive. You, you, so, can't, uh, you, you can't beat the house. You can't break <laughs> even. You're just going to die. She asked what it looked like, and I said it had four tires, working AC, and did not have a broken frame. <laughs> That's how I pitched your car. Luxury. And I said I'd pay for part of it. She still didn't want it. I call her earlier. She goes, I found another, and this is the same woman who wouldn't buy a Toyota. She goes, I found a Camry. Chad, it has about 10,000 less miles than yours. Yep. Rebuilt title. Yep. Twice the money. She goes, I think that's a good price. <laughs> I had to bite my lower lip and restrain myself because my six, 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 six year old was with me in my lap from throwing my Samsung, Samsung phone across the floor, across the room into a wall. <laughs> I'm literally twice the price of what I was going to. It may oh. be yours for all I know. So, just, well, I, I don't have a rebuilt title on it. I've seen it. I've uh, I've got a may question. Needed one. I've got a question, real yeah. quick, Joe. You're keeping us in suspense. Was it a good price? <laughs> well, I thought the Chad's <laughs> price was a good price. I thought he could get a little bit more. In fact, I encouraged him to get a little bit more. I told him to go on marketplace and try to get more. I was trying to be a friend. As opposed to the one who's like, I'm on the way to sell this right now. You want it? I forgot. Uh, or me being a good son of, hold on, I'll try to pay part of it and get it for my mother. I don't know. What do you think about them Toyotes? 
my mother sounds nothing like that. I want you all to just hear that story. I, I mean, if if we can't share our life stories, then what good is the radio that we're on? This is the uh, radio. Is this a Mexican radio? Yeah, Mexican radio. Yes, radio. So radio. I, I um. And by the way, neither one of you all replied to my text asking, "Is am I missing something in Wonder Woman 1984?" Joe, there's uh, a reason. Oh, uh, I, I didn't, didn't see it until you sent the emails about your computer, your text about the computer. Uh, no, you didn't. I, 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 I swear. I was, like, I was like, none of my friends will text me back to tell me that I am not insane. The reason I didn't respond, Joe, is haven't seen. Now, you would think I would. Like my, well, my you would have think I would have. All of us would have. My but kids loved the first one. I saw it opening. I saw it when it, the first day it came out. <laughs> My like, kids love like the first, the first one. one. Yeah, no, I do too. I don't. But honestly, as soon as it came out, as soon as the second one came out, literally, even my kids were like, "It just doesn't look the same. It doesn't look." And so we never went. It's not. It. It's totally a different movie. The, so, uh, a my kids movie. from the trailer and my kids, by the way, are oh, and were then relatively young, right? They're not exactly movie snobs, but even my kids were like. Eh, it doesn't look the same. It, I, it was poor. It was poorly written. There's plot holes that make no sense. I mean, it's and and trying to and the other thing it, again, it's that whole thing of, it, with movies where they try to make attractive women look nerdy and and it's Kristen it Wig. Does, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. I mean, Kristen Wig as a nerd is still like everybody's ignoring her. I'm like, who would ignore that? You know, it, it none of it makes sense. Well, okay, but I think Kristen Wig's funny. So, but I don't find her attractive. So even when she's all dressed up and supposed to be, I was like, oh, that's still just Kristen Wiig. Oh, they took the glasses off. It's off. Yeah, that's I it. Mean, really, that was it. And it's, it's by the way, I don't expect Kristen Wiig to find me attractive either. She, she's a funny lady, though. Hilarious. It, tonally, it's just a completely different movie. And it's the mm. same director. Yeah, it's it was awful. I could not, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. My kid kept asking because he woke up in the middle of, because he's been sick all week going, can we turn this off? Why can't yeah. we turn this off? <laughs> I, I was like that with the, the girls, the girl, my girls loved it. Cause again, it's a, it's a female superhero, strong, powerful. Um, but the whole time she's all that strong and powerful in this. The whole time I was like Jason going after a dead man. Can we turn this off? Yeah. And they, they wimp, they wimpified wonder woman, which they shouldn't have done. It's just it, all of it's, not good. Now, how do your daughters feel about that he Helen Slater Supergirl movie? They liked it. I mean, honestly, I I think I haven't I, seen it since I was a kid. I, I well, as a kid, I remember. I mean, but then again, we lived in the great desert of oh my god! At least we got a superhero something. Yeah, at least this is something. Right, and it had Peter O'Toole. That's all we get. Peter O'Toole replaced Marlon Brando and did a better job than Marlon Brando. Oh, the glove is thrown. <laughs> I wonder how Marlon I have to go watch it now. I wonder how Marlon Brando will respond. Oh, wait, I bet he won't. <laughs> which leads me to our next point, which isn't our next point. I couldn't make it through the Little Mermaid movie. I oh. has, that's the one I haven't seen, largely because I think the last Disney remake of an animated film I saw was Beauty and the Beast. That one's dreadful. So, um, yeah, I am not, I, I can't comment on this because I'm not a huge Disney fan and, and especially the princess movies I'm not a fan of. My girls loved it. And to all the racist assholes who gave Haley Berry uh, shit for being an African, uh, for being. Haley Belly or something like that. I, I, I'm butching her name. Fun. Yeah. But she was perfect casting for that mermaid for Ariel, in my opinion. She, she I don't know to, if I agree with that. She uh, fit it to a T. She did everything that the the cartoon did, and, and and put a little her own little spin on it. I have no complaints, but I, I, that, but I, I I was not a fan. I didn't see a spin. All I saw was a movie that was a remake of the cartoon, and the cartoon works really well on its own. What I wanted to say is, and every time they added a song, the, the new song stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah, it doesn't. But go again, that's that's song. for old people who like us who have seen the original this is might be introducing new people but, uh, okay you have me up until uh, until the ageism because what i will say is is that tone, once again back to tone and just fit they do not 
match the other one. And I'm sure what it is is they don't have Howard Ashman laying around to rewrite to write new songs for it. Right. No, but, no, he's he's on the. But DL. again, you're an adult male who watched it as a kid, as, as, who watched the cartoon as a young adult, whatever you want to call yourself. Little girls who are watching this is just seeing the Little Mermaid and enjoying the story and the songs. I guess my six year old didn't care for it. We were both at the same page during it. Yeah, the but I think what I want to say about them is I ain't heard him cheer since American History X. Artistically, it's superfluous. The only one that I thought where they kind of did something slightly different was the Aladdin one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought that was boring as hell. I take that back. I did see Aladdin. I saw Aladdin on a flight. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. Flight. I can't. I don't know that I recommend it. I'm and the whole saying, thing where they're the whole thing where they're in the cave, you couldn't. I couldn't see anything. I don't know about you all. It was like one of. The, it I was lit like the Game of Thrones. <laughs> artistically, the only one that I was like, well, they did slightly something different. Slightly, but it's still the slightly. same thing as all the other ones. I get it that they're 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 cash. I hate saying cash cows, but they're licensed to print money. I get that. Yeah, and it's IP, and you know, it's all you know. We care about is intellectual property and branding <clears throat> in so many facets of our lives, but they're so redundant. Yeah. I'm just waiting till Oppenheimer two comes out. I want to see where that story's going. Yeah, this time he drops a bomb on you. Yeah, I'm not arguing with anything you're saying. Yeah, it's all the. But cash grabs and it's re, it's the same thing told over again. Now and, that being and a, said, and a lot of times done in a poor poor way. So that being said, when that live action Moana movie comes out, I'll I'll go see that. Oh, are they making one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. Rock is playing Maui in live action. I'm like, that's, oh, that, 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 that's a little. Oh, no, is he actually playing Maui? I somebody told me he was like maybe I maybe I was misinformed but somebody told me that they wanted him to come back and play and I'm like okay a that's the way you do a remake oh he voiced it in the cartoon guess he's coming back um I don't know if that's I heard that rumor I don't know if that's true or not but oh, I didn't think he was with the strike and everything going on quite frankly and and by the way the rock if you happen to hear this don't take this the wrong way he needs a hit mm-hmm. I mean and, and by the way cocaine by the way so do I. So he's at you least also had need cocaine. He's had several hits, whereas I have had no hits. Um, he could afford to give you one of his hits of cocaine. Uh, but no, and so, but anyway, I, I think or the uh, the live. I think they're doing it though for Disney Plus. Oh, every, every, everything I'm reading right now says The Rock or Dwayne Johnson is coming back as the live action Maui. Yep, I was gonna say that's what I heard. Uh, but and I think they're doing the live action Lilo and Stitch for Disney Plus. But that if that changes, but I'll go see that because Lilo and Stitch is one of my favorite modern Disney films. Well, it couldn't be worse than the Disney Plus Pinocchio movie. Oof. That one's another one I've never seen, Joe. I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh my goodness! Couldn't oh. do it. Yeah, and by the way, I, I will agree with Chad brilliant to a actors. Point. I will agree with Chad to a certain point. It wasn't made for me. It wasn't, and I, I, and that's the thing. I'm now to the age where I get to say, where I have to say, if I want to feel good about my life at all, some things just aren't meant for me, and that's cool. Just say it's not meant for you. Yeah, I don't take joy away from others unless I have to. But most of the time, if you if you dig a movie, if you enjoy and can't wait till they make another Police Academy movie, more power to you. Yeah, I will never shit. I hope it happens. I hope it comes out. I hope it works out for you. Just know that I won't be there on opening day. Unless, of course, it's written by me, in which case. By the way, studio, do you want Police Academy? What number are they on? Seven, eight? What are we doing? You count, uh, if you're counting Mission to Moscow, that would be seven. Yeah, the same uh, number you, eight. Okay, if you want Police Academy, I will lovingly write it. I'd, I'll, I'll get Mahoney and Flip Do and whatever. It's I know, Mahoney. I'm making a joke. Motormouth Jones, Hightower won't be coming back. Neither will, uh, a, neither will a house. It could be with enough batteries. Tackleberry, it's gone. Tackleberry, that's, 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 that sounds like it should be a, a boat. Way to go, Dr. Jerkface, for making Chadwick depressed. I think, uh, isn't, uh, oh, squeaky voice. She died last year, too. Yeah, They're she... all gone. Yeah. Huh. Why am I oh, forgetting your name? Which means, you know what I'm going to do? It'll be their descendants coming back to reclaim the Academy. 
at least Commandant Lassard is still alive. Well, we all get that going for us. Ain't that nice? Cricket. <laughs> Ain't that nice that we got that going? No, but I, is honestly. Is that George? He's not still alive, is he? Shut up. Let me leave my fantasy. George Lazar. What is his last name? George? It's not hard. Do you want me I'm going to say George Perpard. Do you want me to go look at the poster? George Perpard's also dead. Dead as I hell. Know. I know. I'm just going to. I want to live in a world where George Perpard did them police dead academy films. now. Or something um, he wants you to think. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, But anyway, no, I, I think that's the uh, the other side of it. So weren't we going to talk about a topic yeah, comedies? Tonight? We're not even gotten, we're 10 minutes um, in, 15 minutes in, we haven't got to our topic. I'm well, sorry. I just but, wanted... well, it's apropos of what we're talking about, that certain they things. They don't make them for me. They don't. I was going to say, comedies, uh, and I was going to, I was hopeful. But this is, Miss, by the way, real quick, this is Mr. I don't like any movies nowadays. <laughs> Do you think? Who? Do you think it's you? No, I that bullshit. First of all, you're bad for this, and second, no, I'm not. I, I, I actually win, texted win. the other day and said what? that I liked the that whatever it was the other day. I was like, go oh, play episode blah blah blah, where you said I haven't nothing's really hit me, and I'm sitting there going, there's tons of movies out there that I like. What the hell are you talking about, dude? I loved, uh, and uh, we've talked about it before, but I think uh Sisu, uh, maybe the I still movie haven't got year. to watch it yet. Oh god, oh, it's so good. That's, dude, if you, you instead, I was with, watching Wonder Woman '84. <laughs> that was dude, your choice. I'm gonna go ahead. And <laughs> Actually, say it wasn't. Somebody else chose it, and I walked in on it. I, that happened with me and my wife and a pool boy once. <laughs> Too bad Dana is the one that walked in. Dude, free chlorine's free chlorine. I don't care. Who you, are. <laughs> you know he um, ain't got nothing. Um, making some of that chlorine gas. Uh, anyway, no, but uh, but it, it's all apropos of what we we were going to talk about tonight is that there's not been a lot of comedy. Is that a fancy mustard? Um, it should be. We should do that bonehead brand apropos mustard. Um, <laughs> I mean, shit. Maybe we try. We damn sure Joe, can sell the show, Joe. Uh, oh, when you go to when's that would be bro? it'll be trivia on on Jeopardy twenty years from now. This famous mustard was started because of a failed podcast. Joe's going to get a bot. Joe go to a bottle of Frisch's mustard and Frisch's Frisch's whatever, and put our bonehead sticker on it. Apropos, French, it's French's mustard. Is it French's? Yeah, Damn it's it. French. I don't like yellow mustard, so I don't know. What... Racist. What? Ooh. What what mustard do you like, sir? Any kind, but yellow, actually. So Dijon's okay. Oh God, I love Dijon. That's slightly honey. yellow too, honey. I know that's what I mean. He's 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 just got layers. <laughs> there, is the brand of mustard that says yellow, yellow mustard. mustard. That's called Kroger. <laughs> French's calls it yellow too. Uh, it's also actually, if you're really cheap at Kroger, they have the Kroger brand. They have, they have a premium selection mustard, which is usually your Dijon's and and your and that's whatnot. good. The, the pre- yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they have the Kroger brand, but if you're really desperate, they have that 70 cent small bottle of hay. <laughs> or, or is it Psst, check this out? It, yeah. It, yeah, I bought a lot of Psst in my life. <laughs> yeah, so I've always, by the way, I, I get some of the medication that I, I get. I'll get that because it's just uncoated and it's cheaper. It's like a dollar cheaper. I'm like, I don't need the coating. I'm here no, for the medication. No. You just, you're here for the high. So, the James, speaking of getting high, you were talking about our topic. Well, so so why, why do it at this point, Joe? Why well, start now? Uh, no, <laughs> Joe had mentioned a couple weeks ago that there had not been a lot of comedies, and it did make me think. And I was hopeful for the movie Strays because I was like, "Oh, that's got a pretty Ooh. good cast." It's Who got... saw Strays? Um, I didn't because you did and told me it was it that it met my prediction that it had about three or four lines in it, and that was Ninja it. Turtles was what I was watching the other day at Texas <laughs> World. I was like, "I'm not too old." I enjoyed the hell out of the new Ninja Turtles. But the movie. week before that, literally go look at there the been a lot the of shit. No, there's a lot of stuff i i i am sick and fucking tired of superheroes i am oh i know i am too but there's plenty i'm sick of star wars and superheroes but there's plenty of other stuff out there well there's no star wars movies well there's plenty of tv shows that are god awful by the way i I like most of them i'm getting into ahsoka have you seen blue beetle chad yeah i saw it is it good? I've heard good things. Was, it was, was it was good. Say. It's nothing earth shattering. It's, well, it's, it's, it's another. Me... It's a typical superhero film. But because I love DC and I love Blue Beetle, I enjoyed it. Well, I was gonna say I I, I read 
And again, and actually, I'm going by I'm going by Geeks <laughs> Online that it's the best DC movie in years. No. No, so, I didn't know. Captain Shazam. Oh no, no, well, but Shazam, the first one's how old now? At least three years, maybe four. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's about four because it and came I out honestly, about I still, when I first I, I enjoyed uh, the the Shazam Part Two more than I did Blue Beetle, but I still like Blue Beetle. No, um, no I was about to say, I just, but I just honestly, and the, the the person who I got to give credit for, who I've actually not really enjoyed much of anything that he's done, George Lopez stole that movie. He was hyping it over the summer. Yeah, way way back <laughs> before any of the strikes or anything, even before the summer. I guess it was in spring. And they were interviewing about something else, and he literally stopped and he goes, "Let me tell you about Blue." And then the whoever was interviewing him, it was one of the talk shows. It wasn't David Letterman, I'll tell you that much. But anyway, they said, "Oh yeah, go ahead and tell us about it." And I'm glad they went. He went and talked about it because the strike hit and he couldn't promote it now. But it was really interesting to hear him talk about because he said, "You know, it's the first movie that's got a largely Latinx cast, yeah. largely, and." uh and he said it's A we're due and B um but he also said it's just also a lot of fun. It is. That's all it is. It's fun and he says it's not one that you have to know four thousand. He goes, if you know the character, great. But if you don't That's and that's where I I went in and I I was again a minuscule slight grain of sand annoyed that they changed a lot of the 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 backstory yeah. of, of the of the character, but I what, easily overlooked it. Was Blue Beetle Latinx? The current the, one is. The current one, Jaime Reyes is. I mean, before that, it was two white guys. Okay, it was Ted Cord. Ted Cord was the second one, right? Yeah. Uh, first one was Dan Garrison in the Silver yep. Age, and then uh, modern comics, it was Ted Cord. And, then... and Ted Cord was basically Batman Tony Stark kind of character, right? He but not yet, but not as good. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he was, I mean, huge industrialist, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he was a rich guy who had gadgets, but was nowhere as near as capable as Batman or Tony Stark, which was part of the appeal of him. Yeah, yeah, he was because they. I can remember the Blue Beetle comic in the eighties, back when they were seventy five cents. Let me put on my old man pants. Uh, but no, I think I got were... the name wrong. I think it's Dan Garrett. Now I got to look it up because I said Garrison. Um, yeah, it's Dan Garrett. I'm an idiot. Dan Garrison has Mister Hat when he fights crime. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, anyway, what I was saying about it is is I I remember reading a lot of the the Blue Beetle because he teamed up a lot with um, uh, Booster Gold, Booster Gold, and and my, all that stuff. Nobody can see it in the dark. I got my Booster Gold uh, Blue Beetle box set action figures yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, but so anyway, no. Um, apropos of nothing. Uh, that being said, I'm gonna keep saying apropos. Of I know it's a drinking I, game. <laughs> I've been I've been in two meetings today where I've had to say it to make a point um but uh, the so back to comedies joe was saying that there were no comedies recently that came out that really struck him as comedies and i have i have add-ons to this but please go ahead yeah and they're you know i have uh, i have a slight counter argument because there have been a few that i've actually enjoyed and a couple that i actually really looking forward to that i haven't had a chance to go see yet well and and i guess that's kind of my comment do you think that the issue is is that there's not been a lot of pure comedies that's that's what I want to talk about, and and what I want to say is that they go to streaming. Yeah, because because streaming movies tend to be more low lower budget, and comedies can get away with that. And and they tend to, there's not a theater experience to go watch a comedy, and if there is, it's an action comedy. And back to James's point, it's either a horror comedy or an action comedy or something. It's there's just not. It's a, got spectacle to it. There is there is some sort of spectacle to do it. They mm -hmm. go to streaming, and then when I see these on streaming, they're often Adam Sandler. They're often something or or a horror comedy or something like that. There's not. Well, and I will say, uh, was it uh, Hobie Halloween? Hubie Halloween? Yeah, I, did I enjoyed watching it. that with my kids. It was fun. It was not, but it wasn't great, but it was fun. I laughed a couple times. At some chuckled. point, I should. At some point, I should go see that. I should watch that. But yeah, well, Halloween's coming back around. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, <laughs> well, I'll put it this way: of all the ones that have been directed to Netflix, that's the one I enjoyed the most. So, I haven't seen the one him and Jennifer Aniston did. I, I haven't watched any Adam Sandler direct to Netflix movies. That's just a personal choice. Simply because I don't. I, 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 we have heard numerous times Adam Sandler's one of the nicest people in the industry. I don't disagree with that. I don't know that he's untalented. 
just most of the time I don't care about his movies. Right. Just just a personal back to it's fine for anyone else. It's been a long going joke, ongoing joke between a friend of mine, Dave, and me for all those years. Like, uh, what's the one where he's playing Jack and Jill? Jack and Jill. I got borrow your copy of Jack and Jill because I said I would probably never watch it. Uh, that's over a decade long joke now at this point, isn't it? Well, there's a lot more that are even longer. Yeah. Your sister, over 20. Man, Joe liking pie, you fat fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking That's of over pie, 20 years. Chad's mom told me the other day I was looking younger. And what's great about this is it happened. I was waiting for him to smile. He's not smiling. No, no smiles. Looking younger. It's not too late for me to be your stepdad. Now, move Don't go along. for it. I told you you can move in with my brothers anytime you want. <laughs> oh, snap a doodle. We gotta take care of that. We just gotta figure a way to configure her way out around this. But I I just what was a comedy? So even the Borat sequel. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. It was on Amazon. It's just not the same. Well, can I can I make a point about uh that I think supports your arguments in some ways? So they came out, Esquire magazine, uh, some of you may be familiar, uh, came out with a list uh, on their online website of the top 14, don't know why they picked 14, but top 14 comedies thus far of 2023. And I thought I'd go through this list. Coming in at number 14 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. It is. There's parts of it that are really funny. There's a couple of funny scenes in it. Actually, I honestly think the part three, and you guys can argue with me if you want, I think it's the least funny out of all of them. It's the least movie out of all of them, I'll tell you that. Well, actually, to me, Hmm. it's got the most, it's probably the best at showing tragedy. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, it's the most dramatic, Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is is honestly, me and the kids, we went and saw it in the theater, and we, uh, and Dana, we all loved it. I did too. Um, but at I the same not. time, it was one where I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, this one actually. And the fact that uh, PETA came out and said, this is this is a good one. And I was like, well, yeah, it shows you shouldn't mess with animals. I agree with that. Anyway, that was number 14. And so I, as I was looking at this list to prep for this episode, I thought, yeah, but that's not a comedy. That's not a straight comedy. It's not it's a, a comedy. There's some funny scenes in it. I agree. No one's arguing with that, but it's not a straight comedy. It's not Caddyshack. And I'm not. I'm not putting Caddyshack, but it's not. Uh, what's a, what's a? I mean, I'm trying to think of something that isn't. What's a comedy that's been made in the last fifteen or twenty years that's funny that was successful? You want to talk well, about Will Ferrell movie? I was gonna say I was, and I don't know if it's in the last fifteen years because I'm old. Um, but I mean, Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan came out and said one of the greatest Brides comedies made. of all time was Talladega Nights. Did anybody I, yeah, see it's that funny. Interview? Yeah, he he yeah. came out and he said that is the best comedy that's made in recent history, and I'm like, Christopher, I just in my mind it was it's kind of like finding out that you know Mel Brooks enjoy or uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock enjoyed Mel Brooks movies. It's one of those like really uh, cool. I mean, I get it, but I just like I can't picture Christopher Nolan sitting down and being like, oh, let's watch Talladega Nights. I mean, I agree with you. I can't imagine him in in that long trench coat thing he wears on the set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so. Um, and, and I must admit, some of these I now need to go back and watch because I have seen Gardens of the Galaxy. Number 13 is Champions with Woody Harrelson. Okay, no, I tried no, watching that no, and yeah, it took it's, me through 20 minutes of it. It's it's almost unwatchable. It's not even funny, though. I think I made it through the first 10 or 20 minutes. No, it's not. It's not. No, no, it's it, it's a poorly written movie. Turn, had to turn it off. Yeah. What's next? Uh, number 12 is Operation. Operation. It'll be a operation fortune. uh fortune ruse did go, uh did, yeah yeah guy richie's jason's i haven't had a chance to see it yet I so it. yeah I that was, to see it. but it's another action comedy it's not a straight comedy right um number 11 i think a lot of people enjoyed and i will admit you should see it. it's a fun movie i still don't think it's a pure comedy that would be cocaine bear 11th best comedy i enjoyed it It, she elizabeth banks got literally everything you could get out of that concept and it's a decent fun it's a horror comedy but i mean it's a good movie if you're drunk with some friends number 10 
is and I, I'll, I'll admit now I don't I don't get out much, so maybe I'm the only one that hasn't heard of this shotgun wedding. No, don't know it. Um, yeah, I know it. Um, Jennifer Lopez and and Josh. Uh, oh Duel. yeah, God, that's one of those. When awful I think of comedy, I think of those two. Yeah, it's it's about a couple that are traveling to a tropic island for their destination wedding, and a group of gangsters disrupted. Yeah, man, three, three, the three that I was go, keep going because I, I want to get down there this list. Uh, number nine is a direct to Netflix, and I'm not knocking Netflix, but like you, this proves your point, Joe. Yeah. And I need to watch it because I've heard good things about it. But <laughs> you people, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy, I didn't watch it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it's good. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, you have watched this one. Uh, number eight is A Man Called Ove, which they renamed A Man Called Otto. You mentioned that last week, Joe. But I really enjoyed the movie, but I wouldn't call it a comedy. Number seven, I admittedly also haven't seen, but it's a remake, House Party. No, I can't. Yeah, um, I haven't watched that either. I saw the trailer. and Yeah, and then it hit theaters in Wisconsin next week, the next one. And I'm not, maybe it's great. And maybe it was overlooked, but it didn't last long in theaters. That trailer looked rough. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, I want to see now because I, 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 again, they're saying it's a comedy, but I, it sounds like a horror comedy at best. We have a ghost. Okay. Okay. So, did you see it, Joe? I, I once again was twenty minutes into it, looked at Christy and said, "Okay, I thought this was a comedy." There is, yeah, um, I've watched it all the way through. There is there is barely a comedic element into it. The only time there's a comedic element in it is when Jennifer Coolidge comes in, and even then, that's not that funny. I turned it off. And I like it. I tell you, the best, the, in another show that I will, def- back to, I was thinking I was getting old and grumpy, enjoyed the hell out of Twisted Metal. That's much funnier than the 10, 15, 20 minutes I saw. We have Yeah, a- Twisted Metal's hilarious, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's a lot funnier. Once again, yeah. action comedy with a lot of horrific elements poured into it. James, but yeah, yeah, and, I, I, he, and, he, and he's hilarious in that show. Mm-hmm. Number five is maybe I do. Nope, no, I nope, no. Nope. Assuming that's another rom com. <laughs> it's rom com with Richard Gere, Diane Keaton, Susan Sarandon, and William H Macy. By oh, the way, God. I hear the cast, and I'm like, mm. but that pass. Keep going. <laughs> Number four, Chad, and I know you're going to hear this and cheer because you love this film so much. And I know you're just going to talk about the rest of the episode, but I'll go ahead and say it. Number four is 80 for Brady. Oh, God, that movie is so, so bad. It is so bad. I can't. The fact I'm getting pissed off with this list because this list is so wrong so far. Um, But 80 for Brady, there's not one ounce of funny in it. Other than I, Sally Field, Sally Field uh, is is the steam stiller for that awful movie. I give credit to any movie that has Rita Moreno in it, but it doesn't make it funny. Like I give them credit; they did. She's normally pretty good, but she's the least. Um, she's in it the least. Well, that's just probably what went wrong. You yeah. get you get your Rita Moreno. You give her front stage, front and center, everything. No, seriously, so Sally Field. If you can get through all the awfulness of that, is that movie? Sally, if you can enjoy the Sally Field scenes, it's worth watching. Uh, number three, by the way, you may get more angry. I don't know how you feel about this, Joe or yeah. Chad or any of you. Uh, number three is Magic Mike's Last Dance. No, God Didn't damn it. See it. Is that a comedy? None of the Magic Mike funny. Yeah. I let me the read their, let me read the summary. This is Esquire Magazine summary. The first Chandy. wasn't a bad movie, but it's also not a straight comedy. It's right? not a comedy in any way, shape, or form. They have Gabriel Iglesias comes in and makes like two or three jokes, and that's the end of it. The yeah. fact that you're on top of Matthew McConaughey okay. overacting. Uh, Channing Tatum and Selma Hayek team up for a laugh out loud romance in Magic Mike's Last Dance. The film follows a struggling Mike Lane who is penniless after losing a major business deal because nothing's funnier than somebody losing everything they worked for. Uh, then he met Maxandra. Maxandra? I don't know. A wealthy socialite who promises to get his life back on track. Together they travel to London to open up a new strip club 
which she promises will earn a huge profit. But in order to pull it off, Mike has to find and train a new league of performers. Oh, my God. What hijinks ensue for such beautiful, big Johnson folks. <laughs> so Hayek? Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know that about Selma. Bear couldn't drag it through the woods. I'm gonna have to rewatch that scene in um what's that vampire film? Oh uh, from Dustal Dawn. Yes, Dustal Dawn. Uh, number two is another direct to Netflix we alluded to earlier. Yeah. Murder Mystery Two. Oh my god. With uh Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. I'd watch it, but I hate to use this old chestnut. I feel like I'd just be lost since I don't know who did it in the first <laughs> <laughs> Now the 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 number one is one that I do need to see because it I've, I keep hearing good things. It better be bottoms. The number one is no yeah, hard. That's feelings. what I wanted to bring up was bottoms. Yeah, no hard feelings. It, is no hard one. feelings. God, I haven't seen it. I've heard it's okay, good, it, it, but have you seen it? Did you who who is this list from? Esquire magazine. Esquire magazine. Whoever that writer is should be taken on the street. Now, by the way, this was published I, July first, so I it was saw through to that point. Shots from no hard feelings. Yeah, it's yes, a great help. I saw a screenshot once of an Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's just a bird, but I assumed I got the gist of it. No, I mean, I don't want to bet. bet uh, I haven't seen No Hard Feelings, and I'm sure it's funny. I just, it's, it's bottoms. I haven't seen either, but from what I've seen, I think that movie is going to be absolutely hilarious. Um, I like what was the other movie that it reminds me of? It's um, uh, a uh, book smart, book smart. I like book smart. So I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm one of those people who didn't care for bridesmaids, but I like Booksmart. I yeah, like Booksmart a lot. But by the way, just for comparison, I pulled up um, uh, Marie Claire. The magazine has a list as well, and uh, it has a lot of the same ones on it. Um, yeah, a lot of the same ones, hmm. except it adds. Apropos of earlier conversations. Oh my god, he time, said it again. Uh, uh, this earlier conversations it adds as comedies The Little Mermaid and Elemental. Mm. I watched Elemental, and I will tell you, I enjoyed the movie, but did not laugh. Oh, also, uh, The Blackening. They say The Blackening's an overlooked horror comedy. It may very well be. I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, I've seen some stuff on that. Uh, but again, uh, this proved my damn point. Yeah, other than book, uh, so book the the three movies that I think are straight comedies, um, that are in the ilk that Joe and you are referencing <laughs> are it, it bottoms, strays, but strays missed the ball on that one. Um, there's also the machine that came out this year with Burt Kretcher, I, whom I I did not know really well, and I will say. I got into a stand-up about three months ago and just burned over three or four, or I guess a couple of weeks burned over through all of the stand-up specials I could find. I thought, I think he's really funny. Yeah. I see. I like, I, I, I prefer, even though he's less approachable, Tom Segura. And what I find funny is they played basketball together and that's how Tom Segura almost died. Yeah. <laughs> like I watched the video of the actual injury because he showed it as part of his last special. And I'm like, oh my God, you did almost like, it was a horrible injury. You need to send me some Tom Segura because everybody tells me that. And every time I try to watch one of the specials, I think there's only been a couple I've tried to get into and I've always ended up turning them off. I'll be see, honest. I, every be... every Tom Segura special on Netflix I've watched and I love, except I haven't seen uh, the last one. I've, I, laughed, I've laughed hard at every one he's done. The last one's where he shows the injury. Like he shows the video of the injury and I'm like, oh, yep, I've no. I've listened to his podcast. I've, those two bears, one cave. Yeah. I listen to that. It's funny. They're both funny. I just, I don't, I think I may well, the, the first time I watched Tom Segura, I put it on his background noise, and I didn't laugh. It's almost like it's it's just one of those things that you almost have to get into his cadence because okay. one of the <laughs> things I'll, I'll I'll share one of his terrible terrible jokes that is borderline offensive. It is not my material. Don't hold it against me. But he's talking about his struggles to you know, or actually, as he says, it's not a struggle. He said, "Whatever you want to be called, like if you." He, him, Zer, Zer, Zer. And he's doing that, and he goes, I'll call you whatever you want. Tell me. He said, do I personally find it a little silly? Yes, but I also find badminton silly, and that's an Olympic sport. Right. And he, he does an entire thing about, so 
why does anybody judge any of this? And the more, like the first time I was like, meh. But when he kept giving examples, I'm like, man, he's just pointing out that everything's silly. Like, not silly. And I'm not saying wanting to be called by your by your name is silly. But what he does a great job of, over time you start to realize getting angry about this stuff is silly. Like, right. it doesn't, it doesn't affect, if, like, I think he at one point said, if you want to be called Zippy Zippy Zip Zop, I'll do it. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't hurt. And so I, he, his is very, it's almost like political comedy where politics are never mentioned. So yeah. I, honestly, I'm trying to think, and I, I wanted to do, I had a sick kid and I didn't get the chance to do this today, but I'm, I was, it's one of those where you're trying to get the shovel and dig deep into your memories of thinking the things that you laughed really hard or really enjoyed or laughed out loud. And, and you want to know, but it once again is not a straight comedy. It's the glass onion. Oh yeah, I did yeah. laugh at the glass onion. Actually, I enjoyed it, but I didn't laugh. I, like, I could, I, I would follow around that guy for the. Oh yeah, yeah, Blanc. Yeah, I would follow. Yeah, Benoit Blanc. Honestly, it'd be like and I laughed and I giggled, especially when he was like, "You're just not that bright." <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't I love your only good idea I gave to you? Yeah, it's just I just love it. I, I love the scene. Yeah, I love the scene where he's going off on Edward Norton's character, but I I didn't it did it didn't strike me as funny. It just strike me as That's as a as a great dialogue. Do you do you think part of it too though is there's not absurdist doesn't sell anymore? I that may very well be a point. Do you think do you think the epic? I think it I, would. It's just. Studios don't want to give it a shot because but, they have their. But I was going to say, is it a money issue? Because for and then a long you have time, movies like Strays that bombs terribly, and that's outside the norm. So well, that makes each studio skittish. But I was thinking, so you know, let's let's go back to when we were high school, college, early college, mid college, the scary movie franchise, right? Scary movie came out. An American Pie. Yeah, yeah, and then Can't Hardly Wait, and all those movies that were not really funny. But what? But I mean, Scary Movie came out the first one by the Wayans, made bank. Scary Movie two came out, made bank. It has. Okay, I'm not a huge fan of the movies, but my favorite scene in all of them is James Woods as the Exorcist. In yeah, that's yeah, and Andy Richter, right? Yep. yep. One of the scenes that should not have been funny, by the way, from one of the later Scary Movies, is Leslie Nelson walking out going, "Yeah, something's wrong with the dogs and there's a chariot." Right, yeah, I agree. that's I, funny but i again, don't know it's... and absurdist that's when david yeah. zucker started directing the three and the third and the fourth one and it's yeah. back to your point but then but then they did uh epic movie which was not it was funny but it wasn't as well because it has that great scene where every time it's made fun of the chronicles of darnia every time the beaver pops up and goes what i think we should do she kicks him and screams ah talking beaver I laughed at that, but that was everything from there forward. Find any of those funny? Because no superhero movie. I can't. I can't. I couldn't oh, no, watch. That's them. what I mean. By the time it got to superhero movie, and I like Silence of the Hand, but even I, by the time it gets superhero movie, I'm like, this isn't funny. Like it's, it's not. Epic movie was to me the switch was turned. Like it wasn't doing what scary. But I laughed at the her kicking the talking beaver every time. But other than that, it was like, no, this is this is played out. We're done. And then by the time they did superhero movie, by the time, and I guess that's my question: is it's a problem that this sounds like? Oh my God, things were better when I was younger. But it's not. It's a problem that I don't mean it that way. At least, is that as Joe was alluding to, we can't afford to take risk. Like it's easier to put it on Netflix. They, or they, it's easier to put it, it on or or to stream it on, you know, one of the low rent, blah, 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 because and, and and I know what some people listening to this might be saying. That's right. Of the four of you, one of you might be saying, well, it's because everything got so PC. I don't know if that's it, because we're still seeing horror movies that cross those lines. We're still seeing other genres that, quote unquote, push boundaries. I think it is part of it because you can just do shit in a horror film you can't do in any other genre. That people just automatically do, 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 kill whatever you want and walk out, and that's kind of what they do. But I, 
I think part of it is, but a lot of it is just money. I, I, what was the last studio film that was a big studio? Well, I shouldn't say big studio film, but a fairly sizable studio film that was outland. It's Borat. What was after that? Um, how about the Sherlock Holmes movie? It didn't do well, but I mean, how much money did that cost them to make? Because they had a pretty good cast. The one with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Oh, it's unwatchable. That's what I mean, but it was it had the some only good scene it. about the only good scene, and it's not a good scene is the movie where, is where they do cocaine. Do you? <laughs> I can't even remember that part of it. I, I just I, all I can remember is Joe's line. All, all I can remember is what's your line about medical treatment back in the day, Joe? I will. You should. You have ghosts in your blood. <laughs> you should do cocaine for it. I want to be an old timey doctor. Um. But anyway, I th- but I think that's kind of the thing, too. That failed, and then I think part of that is, if I'm not mistaken, somebody can fact-check me on this, but I've heard, uh, was that Adam McKay? Mm, who did, Adam, I don't, he didn't direct it. No, no, no. But he did the long line of very successful Will Ferrell, oh, yeah, yeah. John C. Riley yeah, yeah. pairings, and then they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. And because and, that's my entire thing. Like, There's something about John C. Riley. And Will Ferrell together in a film where they and I, somebody told me they even had a falling out. Um, but honestly, it's just there's something about them bouncing line because even I went back a while back and it was on somewhere mm-hmm. and I and it was a scene between in Talladega Nights of them going back and forth about how they picture Jesus, and right. that scene should not work. That should not make me giggle. But literally, John C. Riley going, I like to picture him as a mischievous badger. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, I know that line's coming every time. And just the way he says it, I like to picture him as a mischievous badger. It just works. And and I think that's it, because I, I guess that's the thing. Do you have to have clout to get that to work? Because honestly, if I if you were a studio head, and you need to make money, and you need, does that read as funny on the page as John C. Riley delivers it? I don't know, but I, I anchor. Yes, yes, comedy is hard. Comedy is the hardest thing to make. We all agree on that. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest thing to do because you can't follow formula. You can't, and you just can't. Oh my God, there's so there's a reason why stand up stand up comedians record their their specials and then immediately start a new routine. Yeah, it's just in its rhythm, and it has to it has to be unexpected, and it's just so damn difficult to be funny. Yeah, and once and like I said, and then because once you've seen it, it's you can't just go make a, another movie with the same the same beats because it's been done. It's not it's no longer entertaining. And comedy is one, and there's only a handful a handful of straight comedies that you you enjoy but you there's only what less than a dozen that you can rewatch over and over and still laugh yeah well and even and even non-comedies that prove this point though some of it is happy accidents right. one of the one of the most iconic scenes in the Star Trek franchise is in Star Trek Four, where the lady walks <laughs> up. Scotty hits his head on the thing. I no, don't. No, back of my no, head. That's no, <laughs> hilarious. No, I laugh uh, every time that scene Star comes Trek on. I, do too. I think we should put it on for James right now. Funny. Put those no. Alex not at all. But no, on him and make no. him watch it over. And, you no. know it's coming, and every time I start laughing, no. and I know whereas I have the opposite response. I'm like, God, I know, why? and I and it irritate, and I know if we were watching it together, it would irritate you. So it makes me laugh harder <laughs> because he's a horrible That's, human being whereas i'm but, a wonderful friend who will just wants to put them on your eyes <laughs> and you watch it over no no um uh i got we gotta we gotta print a poster of that but just that scene but star trek right. four the scene where they're looking i know what for somebody's the nuclear, getting for christmas for the nuclear vessels yeah and the lady comes over and goes they're in out uh, uh the nuclear vessels that are in alameda and she goes they're over there in Alameda. Yeah. And if you don't know, if you're not a big enough nerd, that wasn't scripted. That was an actual lady. They had to chase her down to get her to sign the release. Yeah, because they shot at Candid Canada style. Yeah, and and but Leonard Nimoy, you can watch some behind the scenes on it. He goes, There's nothing we could have done better. We were just gonna have him keep asking, and eventually a police officer was gonna pull up and we were gonna cut or something along those lines. But 
what's more, oh my God, they're in modern 20th century than this lady getting frustrated by hearing a mask over and over, storming over and go, they're over there because that's where Alameda is. That's yeah. not how she says it, but that's what happens. And James quoting Star Trek incorrectly. It's just, what it was, it was, it was perfect. And if you watch that now, even with new one, a new fans or new people that's never seen it, because it is probably the most approachable Star Trek. Cause it's the one with the whales. Uh, um, if you had a quarter for every time you've gotten mad when you've heard, is that the one with the whales? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I think that's, I, I think that's it. Right? I mean, I think that's a happy accident. And if you go back and watch a lot of behind the scenes, commentary i think there's sorry i got the hiccups all of a sudden um mel brooks even talks about it in a couple of his that was a happy accident it just happened to work that way certain certain scenes i mean they it was scripted to be funny but then x would happen and it made it better right it's just tough but at the same time ship like the back (laughs) they just don't i'm watching it on youtube I am so glad they stopped making police academy films. Matter of fact, I hope they go out of print, Chad. I hope they go out of print. And for a rare occasion, I hope they come and pull yours off your shelf. <laughs> well, no, you just have to eat a bunch of candy corn once a season to be able to get to watch it. So we don't spend money. People don't go, people don't go to the. You know what the only thing funnier than Scotty hitting his ham bone? Ham bone. <laughs> Oh, still can't believe you all didn't know that. But anyway, <laughs> which actually, I guess that's another people question. Don't, people uh, don't go to the theater, and the only way they get them to is by putting Tom Cruise on the side of an airplane at fifty thousand feet. And I'm slightly exaggerating, but I'm not really overly exaggerating. Well, which or I guess I wish Top does Top Gun Maverick have a scene where he goes, "I know this plane like the back of my head." No, but as bad, Damn it's it. not a great movie, but for some odd reason, that's one of those that it is enjoyable because for some odd reason, it fires on all eight cylinders, it hits all those notes, and you're like, oh, that was enjoyable. I get why people, went, and I bet it was even better in the theater on the big screen. Uh, but, but I guess this leads to another question. We, we have children, yeah, uh, allegedly, that are ours. Well, we um, have children we pay for. Yeah. And you've actually just made me think about something. What comedy shows are there for kids? Like we had Saturday morning cartoons. Not all of them were funny. There's a uh, few. There's but really there's scenes in them that are funny. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. There's no like we had. Uh, depending Night on court. we no, I'm talking about shows meant for children, not just shows that we watched because we could. Night um, court was meant for children. I don't think it was, Chad. <laughs> um, go back and watch. It some. had Wiley e. Coyote in it. Uh. Yes, yes, Chad. Anyway, the point being the uh, um, Pee Wee's Playhouse. But but that's not modern. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, I was trying, I'm nope. talking about what what do your kids watch that were, was made in the last two years that's a comedy? The, most Ugh, of it they just... Watch, Abby, Abby was, Abby's been watching like Nickelodeon sitcoms and... But that's not, you know, I mean, it's a sitcom, but it's not, I'm talking slapstick. Looney Tunes type stuff, because we had we had Ren and Stimpy, we had that were stupid, absurdist, no. blah blah blah. There's very little absurdist left. Sir, uh, it, it's it it's ter- it's low. It's not that high level of absurdness, but uh, Henry Danger has a lot of slapstick in it. Oh so. yeah, I, I, I've I've heard of that one. I've I've seen an episode or two with my kids. But I was saying about that was. But it's nowhere near that level of slapstick. It, it is watered down nonsense. But again, this is me, a forty-year-old man. Yeah, watching a well, show meant for for eight, seven. I eight, guess ten years I guess old. the closest there was, and I don't know if they're making new episodes or not because my Lord, kids. I just started a thinking of Twitter hand. Sorry. Started thinking of what? Witterhead. Old Witterhead. I was I was about to oh. make the counterpoint. Of course, the we watch trash too. I mean, literally, how many times can you watch that damn Roadrunner and the stupid ass coyote do the same things, ridiculous things? And, he and, was and a super through. genius. I get it, but even they changed that up a little bit. <laughs> I started thinking of Foghorn saying, <laughs> no. "But actually, I was saying for a while you had Teen Titans go." Which I know some people weren't a fan of because it wasn't Teen Titans enough, but it it had a lot of slapstick. Oh yeah, you're right. Stuff. That I mean, it's still going. 
Is it? I, 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 yeah, I, it's, I, it's still... I took my kids when they did Teen Titans go to the movies and actually I had a blast with it. Yeah, you're right, James. That is that is modern day slapstick because both my kids love it. We watched yeah, it. We watched I, it repeatedly on vacation. We went. I mean, Dana went with us. We went to see it when Teen Titans Go to the Movies came out, and that entire there's entire scenes in that that literally we all laughed. I mean, I mean if and if you're talking about animation, I mean, there's the Amazing World of Gumball, which is hilarious. Um, is that recent though? I mean, yeah, they're still producing new episodes. Are they? I didn't know they were making um, another one. I enjoyed Milo Murphy's Law, which has a lot of stupid slapstick, weird out type you, humor. Any of it. your kids watch Big City Greens? I'm not a huge fan. Everyone yeah, they like my, it. Yeah, my, like actually, it. my they, eldest is having her second renaissance into cartoon because for a while it was like, no, I need to be mature. And now it's, it's, it's oddly enough, anime, which is, and she's watching the older anime stuff. That makes but sense, then. Though. But then the flip side, well, and that's what I was saying. Like I told Dana, because she reads the mangas, uh, and like I read them with her because I'm like, I want to know what you read. Uh, uh, yeah, manga, uh, manga, manga. Uh, it's manga. Good. I just like being I, an asshole. I, yeah, I know. Uh, I've known you for years. I figured it. Oh, yeah. Solve the mystery anyway. Um, <laughs> Demon Slayer. Uh, I don't know if you, you y'all have watched it. I, I know what I know what it is. I have not seen it. I it, have interviewed it, so many voice actors from it. It is very much see, I, and I've only read the the manga. Uh, it is very much in the same vein to me. And we've had this conversation, I think, before. Maybe Chad. It's it's like the early Spider Mans, mm-hmm. uh, or Static when Static came out. Uh, except this one has more of a family vibe. That's his sister. She is becoming a demon, but she's somehow slower to fully, and he's trying to find a cure, but at the same time, he won't stop helping people. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a lot, I, I told Dana, I'm like, if this is what she's reading, and this is what she's getting some morality from, stands up for his family, fights people that wants to hurt people. That's, a, that's an okay lesson. I'm fine with that one. Yeah. Um, that, After we're recording, I need to tell you all something, because... I need to tell somebody, but anyway, the point being, and so I think that's it. I, I, but back to the point about comedy, I don't know. I don't. I don't. There just don't know. isn't a lot. There's a lot of stand-up specials. You've never had more access to stand-up specials. Oh yeah. Now, remember when that and used to be like is, Friday night? Friday night there'd be a stand-up thing, then you had Saturday oh, Night Live, and, and, and then, you know you'd have what well, HBO show. And HBO would do a special, like George Carlin special, but yeah, it wasn't every week, them. and it was a big thing. It would come on right after on HBO's on Saturday. They always had the movie of the week on Saturday. If you had, you're lucky enough to have HBO, yep. that'd be the premiere. And there, there sometimes it would be, oh my god, it's a twofer because there's an HBO comedy special after. But you're right because I can remember they used to use it. As a way to get new subscribers, like they would say, George Carlin's new comedy special is going to drop next month. You better get your subscription yeah, 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 in. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing you all got to realize too is the movie industry is cyclical. I mean, it's we're eventually there's eventually going to be a comedy that sneaks in, just entertains the masses, and then there's going to be a new renaissance of comedies that come out. It's just a matter of time. We're just not there at that point Uh, because everybody's the 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 prime directive is superhero movies or action. It's not actually Chad. The the prime directive is don't interfere with planets that are less developed than you. Oh, I gotta go watch that YouTube video. (laughs) I got it right here. Uh, I won't argue with you. The only thing is, is I don't know. It is cyclical. I don't. The other the other thing is we'll have time to get it. Well, hold on. Let's that people in twenty or thirty years. Let's what let, let me let me make a prediction a right here. And this if this actually comes back, you all both owe me a coke out of principle. We're just waiting for Weed Fest, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm not. I, yeah, the sequel to Beer Fest. Yeah, that's yeah. what evidently that's going to be what turns it. By the way, I actually was thinking because I, everything I watched, they everything they have will released admit, has been hysterical. No, I was about to say it hasn't, but I will admit I watched Quasi. There's nothing funny about that, James. I laughed twice. Oh god! I watched watched the first ten. Man, I was older and turned things off. I was honestly, I was having a terrible. That's the problem. You're only getting ten or twenty minutes in, Joe. You should at least give it a little bit longer than I was. I I am middle aged, and there's only that time I have for shit. And if I'm sitting there and we're ten or twenty minutes into it, and I, I, you are now though at the point where I was about six years ago, right? Because the age of your kid. 
Whereas I couldn't watch stuff because my kid was around. Oh, I, don't have, I only have X amount of hours in the week. That's what I mean. I that's what I mean. Or two yeah. 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 And that's what I mean. So uh, back in the day when I was like, I, I didn't see that. I was behind. Now I'm on the opposite side of that because my kids are older and they go to their room and play video games or watch their own TV. And I'm like, well, I can do whatever. And so now I'm watching stuff all the time. And But quasi worked for me because A, again, <laughs> Chad, low expectations. And B, I'm like, honestly, it's kind of, I, I think the Broken Lizard guys and Super Troopers 2 was not great. I, I wanted to see it. I did see it. I was one of the backers for it. Um, because I, but I think I just like A Broken Lizard. Five American dollars. I like Broken uh, Lizard too, but. I, I, well, and you know what it is for me? When you all learn around, that's the closest to what it is when we hang out. Like yeah. they're stupid back and forth, even when they're playing roles. And I think what I enjoyed more, Chad, I we were funnier. Um, what I what I think I enjoyed more, Chad, is if you watch the special features that are on the thing, if you go to those bonus uh -huh. features or whatever, it's them talking about planning it, and they literally go through and be, and 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 them arguing over. I didn't want to play two characters, but uh, I forget which one I'm directed. This one, it wasn't Jay; it was one of the other guys. I think it was a ginger. Uh, yeah, and he and no, it was it, it, no, it was the big guy Kevin Heffernan. And... Yeah, 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 and it literally cussed him, and he said, "I just went too bad. We ain't cast anybody else. We got to get this made." And all <laughs> I could picture in my mind was Joe Lewis saying, "This has got to get done." Yeah, I know. We have to shoot it, and it has yeah. to be shot. It just has to be done. And that's what I mean. And honestly, I, in that moment, Chad, I think that's why I enjoyed it because I was like, it was, it was. I was having a bad day, and I was like, this is the closest I'm going to get this evening because I watched it here, away from you all. See, and, and I think that's state. what did me. I think that's and what did me. Just, in. It was comforting. It was because just comforting. I, I I turned it on my streaming. Hilarious. I turned on my streaming service, and I didn't even know this movie existed. And it was right there, movies for you. And I'm like, oh my god, it's a broken lizard movie. I've been when I didn't know they had this. I watched and I turned it on, and then it was pain. Uh, I, I lied. There are a few scenes at the very beginning where I laughed, and then after that, it was just. I love the fact. I think the reason I liked it actually, I I, I can hit the nail on the head for you, Chad. You know why I laughed? Huh. Why I enjoy or why I enjoyed? It? I didn't laugh too much. I laughed a couple times. The reason I enjoyed it is unlike Disney making, like when they do a live action Hunchback of Notre Dame, it's just going to be their animated one made live action. Yeah. The 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 gents at Broken Lizard, who I do admire and I do enjoy, like I said. I do I, admire I, them for getting their vision. And I don't have yeah. a better way of putting it, for getting their shit out there and yeah. doing it outside of the studio system. Yeah, yeah. And, and working. I, but anyway, I, I admire them. But also, it's just one of those things that they took the mythology, the the uh, the famous novel, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, of which there have been four billion adaptions, silent films that are epic, all that stuff. And they went, oh, that's a great story. Now, we're basing this on this guy's roommate. <laughs> if you watch the behind the scenes, that's actually, he had a roommate that always did that kind of hunched over and where he does the, uh, like, one eye bigger than the other. He goes, that's not us doing Quasimodo. That was my roommate that I always made fun of. <laughs> and and I was like, okay, yeah. Now, they were like, we need a hitch. And they even say in the making of, I think, if I'm remembering, we wanted to finally do a historical movie. And then we thought about him. And we all started giggling that we should make our version of Quasimodo. And I'm like, yeah, because they took no time to actually read, read the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I mean, they may have. I'm not knocking it. But like I said, I enjoyed it. I'll probably, if I need just comfort noise, I'd, I'd, I'd put it back on again. Um, but yeah, no, so I, I guess that was my one. But I think that's, going back to what we were talking about, I think comedy is just daring. Yeah. And I think it's hard to be daring right now. I agree. I agree. With money. 100%. With money. I mean, well, I, don't, I will say this daring any in anything. Guys. I will say this though. Uh, it's not a straight comedy. It is a comedy, but it's not like, you know, hee haw. Uh, if you all I have, have many seen, Pearl, if you all have great. not seen, they clone Tyrone yet. It is, it is. That amazing. was actually on Marie Claire's longer list. That was on it too. I, okay. I yeah, it is. That. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, and Jamie Foxx is hilarious in that movie. I do uh, want to see it. It yeah, I highly recommend it. I, I mean, it, it's the trailer for and thought oh, I'll, I'll check. It's it. sorry, it's sorry to bother you. It's in the same view, uh, uh, guys. of sorry to bother you. Which, by the way, that's another 
uh, I didn't laugh as hard as I did it with um, Sorry to Bother You, but man, uh, there, I'm a Virgo was great too this year in terms of comedies, but that wasn't really a comedy. Yeah. Well, and that's it. Michael Epps finally made something that did something that made me laugh. So that was good. I I guess that's just what I need. I I guess I miss absurdism. I miss the Marx Brothers. I miss brain donors. It I miss exist. it doesn't exist. Mel Brooks doesn't exist. Uh, I, I here and I got the two of my biggest influence. Well, three of my biggest influences probably uh, Python, mm-hmm. Mel Brooks, and, and Taco Bell, <laughs> and Pie. Python, Mel Brooks, and George Carlin. Yeah. Yep. Those were my three. I think those three encapsulate, if you knew me and you know what I think is funny, then that's that's it. And they don't exist. George Carlin, of course, there are still some Pythons left and Mel Brooks is still alive, but these people don't make the same, the the outputs, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, well, and I, I and I guess that's it too, because the same way, like I love the Marx Brothers. I actually put one on the other day and had a ball with it, because it's there's parts of it that are dated, but there's still parts of it that are, that are hilarious, that are just and the wordplay is still on point. I mean, the and the stupid, and I think that's what gets me is really clever wordplay, and I think that's what Mel Brooks did really well. Mm-hmm. Is yes, he had the slapstick. Yes, he had the bean scene. Yes, he had, but he also could turn a phrase and make it hilarious. And even the people that followed him and more or less were, were apprenticed to Ezio Gregio. One of the reasons I do love, um, Science of the Hands and Mel Brooks was a big model for him to follow. And Mel Brooks has a cameo in the film, and then they did a couple movies together. But there's the entire scene that gets me in that movie, and I giggle every time. And it's another scene. You talked about how hard it is, Chad, to make it work, to see something time and time again. There's a scene where he is supposed to be, it's it's an illusion, of course, to Psycho. She's in the hotel, and he's trying to basically not seduce her, but try to set her up to be murdered later. And um, he said, you know, uh, welcome, blah, 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 blah. Are you hungry? I have prepared dinner. Well, yes, I, I'm ravished. Uh, fine, fine. Do you like tacos? Yes, yes, tacos would be fine. Too bad I made spaghetti. It gets me every time. It is the stupidest line on the planet, but it's just so absurd. Like, why would you bring up tacos if you made spaghetti? Why would? And I, we don't have anything even doing that. And that's not to the level of Mel Brooks. That's not to the level of the. But we don't even have anybody doing anything like that that is su- such an absurd throwaway line that it works. So the only good thing, and we do need to wrap it up, the only good thing that I will say that I do look forward to is that the three biggest movies of this year are for the first time in 20 years are not sequels. Yeah. But two of them are still based on IP intellectual property. Well, and the final thing Mario I will say... Barbie are still... Yeah. Well, and I will say this, and that's one of the things I read a great review commentary, I guess, about the problem is the studios are looking at Barbie and going, oh, the audience wants to see toy movies. And the the uh, the analysts went, no, 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 they're misinterpreting that. They want to see movies that have interesting female characters Mm -hmm. and interesting commentary and interesting it's not just oh it's a mattel toy we need to we need to you know license every mattel toy and make that into a movie that they're this need to latch onto what's easy it may be what's killing the studio that and their inability to pay writers yep and with that welcome thank you oh welcome to bonehead we're just now getting (laughs) started this is hour six (laughs) it's a standoff see ya Grrrr. <sighs>